Hello and welcome to GlitchCube, we're a gaming podcast, and each week we take a deeper look into the art of video games. As always, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And I almost fumbled our own intro. Here we go. And that kind of tells you what kind of week we've been having. <laughs> it has been a long week for both of us. We both have a lot of things going on currently, and... You know, we do have some really great topics on the back burner that we are currently working on. So don't worry that content, that good, good content that you have come to love from GlitchCube will definitely be coming out. But not just that, we're talking about making some big moves here. I know we've been talking about that for quite a bit, but you guys, we are almost at episode 100. Holy crap, is that a milestone for us to hit? Because we've never missed a week. Can you imagine that? Can you believe that, Chris? That's insane. Yeah, that's a little that's, nuts, honestly. Like, we a hundred weeks straight. A <laughs> hundred weeks straight. It's it's kind of crazy to think about, but here's the best part, in my opinion, is that I'm not tired of it. I'm not over it, and it's it's not a chore, I, right? Like, it's still never. It still doesn't feel like a side gig or a you know something that we have to do. It's something that like we feel like we want to do. We want to continue this going. We want to keep growing with this and we want to keep expanding this. And actually on that, we're also going to be posting about this in the socials, but episode 100 is coming out soon. Uh, I think we are about, what, like four or five weeks away from it, I believe. Something so, like that, I think. So yeah, like a month. Yeah, about a month out. So we figure we might as well start reaching out now at, for actual listener or audience questions. Uh, we want your mm-hmm. guys' questions. We're gonna post about it on Instagram and socials as well, but we want you guys to ask us a bunch of questions so that we can answer them on episode 100. And for all of you other podcasters or people who have a way to record yourself, if you wanna send us any clips or anything like that, that'd be cool too. Shoot, we'll put it on here. We'll put it on the air. Get you live on our, our little feed here. You have you blast your message to the to the masses as long as it's appropriate, of course, you know. <laughs> hmm, please, <laughs> please be appropriate. But I, we think that would be really fun. It would be a really great way to get you guys involved, get everybody in here, and just kind of celebrate something really cool that we've been doing. And like full peek behind the curtain, like we aren't getting paid to do this at all. This is just for us. This is for fun. This is free therapy. Damn it! Like feels good to have to focus on something that you enjoy at least once a week, which is, I mean, I, I feel like I need it, <laughs> right? Like, it's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's definitely nice. And honestly, well, when we really think about it, we've been doing this. We, God, we've recorded so much. We've recorded so mm-hmm. much over the time. It's, it's, it's insane to think about, like, over, over, like, probably close to 200 hours of content recorded between both shows. Like, it's... That's a weird thing to think about. God, that's awesome. But for today, we want to kind of keep it light, keep it simple. And we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the games that we have been playing recently. Some things that are kind of catching our eye that we're excited about. Maybe some of the things that we've talked about in the past already, but we're getting more and more information on it as the days go on. And just kind of chat a little bit with you guys. It's going to be really like, I mean, honestly, super just us <laughs> this is a just us episode which is pretty mm-hmm. nice actually it's been a while since we've done anything like this so i mean you already know what i've been playing 
if, if you know the date, if you guys are up to date with games and stuff like that. But what what have you been up to, Chris? Like, what's going on with you and your life? What games? Just kind of the whole broad spectrum. And for some people, they might not know what's going on in your week that's making it super crazy. But it's a huge celebration, man. So it's it's been everywhere. Um, I it's weird because I feel like I'm not playing games as much as I usually do, which is pretty damn often. But when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I am kind of playing games. It's just they're different than what I usually play. Mm. Um, so this week, um, my kid's supposed to be born yesterday was the due date. But um, it seems like it's a little delayed. Um, Chris is going to be a like, dad. <laughs> How cool I is know, that? It's weird. Scary to think about. Oh, but so cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm honestly thinking it's going to be tomorrow. Mm, that's personally that's the way the awesome. signs are showing and everything i think it's gonna be tomorrow but you never know mm. you know it's not like you can control these things too much you know it's like we've been going on walks and stuff and it's supposed to help with that um so hopefully um because it seems pretty uncomfortable to haul that little child around all the time but um yeah. super excited about it but because of that i've been a little bit more just hanging out with her and keeping company so as of recently my choice of games has been a little different mm-hmm. uh we've been watching the show alone oh i love that show a lot oh, uh we binged season eight within probably a day yeah um because it was on netflix and we thought that season was okay so we ended up starting from season one and we loved season one we just finished it today uh we're on the season two now and it's it's really cool, you know. I for a reality show, I think this one's very interesting because you know, being on the wilderness is fucking frightening. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish they showed more of the building and the hunting aspect, but everything else about it, like I fucking love it. And because of it, I just been busy playing games the handheld way, right? Like the Switch my phone you know with all the beautiful cloud gaming or remote play like it's just easy Mm -hmm. uh i on the switch i've been kind of trying to get back into kirby's forgotten land um i keep falling out of it just because i set up my switch for my form of entertainment in the delivery room or you know like after the baby's born you have to sit there i think for like I don't know if it's a day or if it's like eight hours or something. It's like it depends quite amount of time because right? they want to make sure the baby's okay. Right. Right. And they say, Oh, bring something to entertain yourself. And I'm like, I'm going to bring my switch. Damn it. Yeah. So she's going to be passed out. You know that. Oh yeah. She'll be sleeping. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure something out. So I figured I always wanted to play the first saga frontier. I have it for the switch. Boom. I'm going to do it. You know, nothing better than an RPG to like, make the time pass by Smart. um yeah so my switch is ready i'm excited about that i felt good boot turning it on i haven't turned on my switch in probably months <laughs> um probably since kirby came out so i think that was april um because i just don't go on it like i i like the switch don't get me wrong i think it's cool but it's just no trophies which sounds stupid but i just like I like feeling like my profile has character and trophies or achievements just 
it's that nice little add-on to the profile that makes it look nice. You need that but, little um, dopamine kick too, right? That's what it yeah. is. It's like I feel like, okay, I'm earning something with my time even though I'm not. Mm. Um, but I do like, you know, my Switch. I still play games on it occasionally. But uh, I've been focused on a lot of different games. Um, she's been playing a lot of games with me, mostly uh, Fall Guys. We've mm. gotten heavily into that. Uh, I usually do my daily couple missions to get my extra experience. So I level up my stupid battle pass. Um, and I fucking love that game. It's funny. I played it when it first came out uh, as like a PlayStation Plus like free game. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was okay. I was like, oh, this game's kind of dumb. Like there's nothing to it. Now it's just fun. Like it's fun to goof around with your friends. Like a couple of my friends play, and I'm like, "This is cool." Like it's, it's dumb. If there was a competitive esports side of it, I would be fucking all over it. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. I will do it because I'm actually not bad at this damn game. But um, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've been getting into survival games because of you know alone. Right. Uh, so started a new game in the forest. Uh, oh, okay. I still think that's one of my favorite survival games just because it's freaking frightening mm. to an extent. The AI in that game is very interesting. You know, it's like when we first played it, uh, the cannibal saw us, right? But we didn't interact with him, nothing. They would just stare at us from afar, like right. up the hill. And we were maybe, we didn't get attacked for maybe like seven days. Well, this time, the first day, or no, it was the second day, they come running up to us and she smacks one. And ever since that moment, they'll come and like one or two will come and do patrols or invade our little area. And I'm like, damn, like, they get smart. Hmm, That's interesting. it's honestly that game surprises me every time because it doesn't look like a lot of work went into the game because it just seems so basic. Mm-hmm. But there's so many fine details to it that I just keep coming back to it. Um, have you beaten that game yet or gone all the way to end game? I have gotten close. Mm-hmm. We so when we first played it, we got pretty damn far in it. But because it's probably been like a good year since we played it, she was like, Oh, we should just start over because we. When we first played that game, we played it like a normal survival game, like Minecraft. We're like, oh, we're just going to take our time, build a sweet base, which we did. But when we looked at the days survived, like we made it pretty freaking far, like day 60 or something, like very far in that when you're not supposed to be around that far because you get the big freaking cannibals after you. Mm. So we wanted to start over and try to get things in the story done faster because mm-hmm. the longer you wait, the harder the game does get. So interesting. Haven't beaten it. I've seen quite a bit of a lot of the end stuff though. Yeah, but um, it gets weird. Like that one gets really weird. Yeah. Uh so I've been kinda into that. Um I'm trying to think oh, we beat the raft. Nice. The other day, which was a very enjoyable survival game. Uh, yeah. If anybody out there wants a fun, easy-ish survival game, highly recommend it. That that was the final chapter, right? Yep. Nice. Yeah, we, we finished the story. Um, you know, the story's simple. You know, it's not 
game changing, but for a survival game, it was really enjoyable. Like I really loved sailing in that game and it's just, it was nice just chilling on a boat. Like we just hang out on it and it was fun. Mm -hmm. Like something about that game was so relaxing. Like I loved it. And it, I honestly wish the story was longer to keep me playing more. Like she wants to play more just to like, you know, build a ship up. And I'm like, what's the point you know but it's i don't true. know maybe yeah. i maybe i should play more you know it's i love survival games you know maybe i should just play minecraft again yeah. but um it's yeah the games i've been playing lately have been interesting you know i've been trying a lot of games but i haven't been like focused on one exactly uh ever since i got my vr like two weeks ago i've been slowly playing through the vr games i have and I've been really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I think VR is interesting. I hope that the PSVR 2 is going to be as game-changing as a lot of people think it will be. Because this is pretty good. I think mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7 is crazy. No Man's Sky is like fascinating in VR. I... I honestly think I really like that in VR. It's it makes mm-hmm. me really enjoy that game a lot more than I thought. Uh, I realize I'm talking too much, but I'll be I'm almost done. Uh I've been focusing on just a bunch of different stuff. Uh, something that I will say with Xbox that's nice. They have this rewards program. Um uh, they have in multiple areas right like microsoft has their reward system where if you use bing you get points right Mm -hmm. and all these points add up and you can exchange them for gift cards you can buy game pass ultimate you can buy like anything really with these points if you save them up and at first i did this through my xbox and i was like oh this is kind of cool you know like you get your daily quests on game pass that give you a little bit of points Mm -hmm. And then every day there's one where you get points for doing achievements and they have all these other little dumb little punch cards you can do for points. And this past maybe month, I've been just hyper-focused on it, at least not on the Xbox side, but like through the Bing side of it. And I've gotten so many points just in this month. I'm like, I need to do this more because I'm realizing if you are an Xbox person and you play your games, you do these quests, you do these stupid point things every month, you could probably pay for Game Pass that way and never have to spend the dime. That's actually really cool. Because I've made enough points in the past month to basically get me enough Game Pass. and Or it seems like it at least. Uh and it's fascinating. You know, like I definitely want to save my points up maybe for like an ultimate controller, but um it's cool. It makes me want to try new games too. Uh I think one game that I've been hooked on and I think it's weird, but I think because of it it's I've gotten more enjoyment out of podcasts. Let's put it that way. It's weird. I'm I'm in a podcast, but no. I don't really? listen to that Why? many. Yeah, real no, I mean <laughs> this is uh I'm trapped in a microphone. Um 
I don't really listen to that many. Like there's there's a certain amount that I listen to, you know, and a lot of the people that we've spoken to before, like I listen to all of yours, but I don't really branch out outside of that. Um and playing this certain game, I've been able to just put on a random podcast, try out different things, or put on a long form video, you know, those three hour long YouTube videos of someone doing a stupid analysis on some game that shouldn't be three hours long but uh (laughs) power wash simulator oh interesting it is so relaxing like the other day i was uh playing with my friend and we were playing it and you know we were both on a higher level let's put it that way um (laughs) and playing it and we were just talking chatting and the game was so relaxing like you're it's stupid you're just cleaning walls and crap like that with your different nozzles but like just chatting with a friend or listening to something while you do it it's like the perfect game to play if you want to watch something like on a different screen Mm -hmm. um i'm a person that needs to kind of do that to really get into a movie i know it's kind of weird like i can sit down and watch one but i start getting antsy halfway through Mm -hmm. with this boom, I'm on the other monitor, I'm watching a movie, you know. Um, But it's enjoyable. You know, if people are in the simulators, it's good. If you're not, don't play it, you know. And looking at it, otherwise, it is pretty freaking boring, but it's just nice. After a long, stressful day, you just hose down some things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, other than that, it... I guess I've been playing a lot of Stray, too. Well, I don't want to say a lot. Um, I just started, obviously. Mm-hmm. I was uh, jumping between Irritan Chronicle uh, and Stray. But uh, I know I'm not saying that right, so I'll just call it Chronicle. Um, I, I kick-started it uh, when they had it for their RPG. Uh, same people that sweep it in on the PlayStation. Uh, I loved all of those games, so they're making a game that pretty much looks exactly like one with the whole 108 stars uh, party members you can recruit and stuff. And this game is basically a Metroidvania, wow. and I like it. It's it's it honestly it's weird. I I've always loved Metroidvanias, but for a minute there I did get burnt out on them, mm-hmm. and this is making me want to go back and play some of the greats, you know, like I have hollow Knight still on my list that I really want to go and beat. Same. Especially for silk song coming out. Like I need to beat hollow Knight. I need to beat. I think one of my bigger gaming shames is symphony of the night. Mm. Still haven't beaten it to this day. Um, as someone who is big on PlayStation one, I feel like it's a crime. I haven't played it or <laughs> I played it. I haven't beaten it though. So I think that's definitely one of my next games on the list. Uh, and I've been trying to get like a list of games for us to play for stuff coming up. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited about trying to find different cool little games we can both play. Uh, and yeah, stray. I don't know. I'm chapter seven, I think. Mm. I don't know how far you are. I, uh, I've been kind of taking it slow, taking pictures. I love when you're in the little bucket and you're going down the rope and you just spin your stick really fast and you just see this Dude, those, derpy little cat spinning around. Those shots are 
freaking gorgeous when you're in the bucket. Like just looking around at the city, like holy crap! Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, great. It's a really cool. I know you're gonna have a lot to say about it, but um, I I enjoy it. You know, it's it's funny because a lot of these kind of games I'm kind of hit or miss with, like these like exploratory like adventure games Mm -hmm. like i i always end up enjoying them because i do like the mellow experience uh and this game is cool you know i like cats you know even though i worked at a cat sanctuary for like four years you would think i'd be like obsessed where i'm wearing cat shirts and (laughs) have 20 cats but no i have a dog um I i like cats a lot but i'm not crazy like some people are about this game but as a game itself it sounds like a direct stab what? at me i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> but um i'm enjoying it you know i i honestly think i'm gonna try and platinum this game um even though it's got two really annoying trophies but i'm gotten most of the trophies already that i can and it's fun I really like it. I think the jump mechanic on how you can almost jump on any ledge is awesome. I think that it's probably the breast, well, not breast. It's the (laughs) best uh, representation of being a cat. Like, I really feel like I can do every stupid thing a cat does. Mm -hmm. Like meowing during cutscenes? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Or pissing. Well, Mm. I guess that's the one thing you can't do in this game is you can't piss everywhere. But I mean, that's. Other than that, you can just do everything, you know, you can rip rugs and all that. It's a cool game. You know, I'm I'm glad it was free. Uh, I think I would like to get the physical just because I'm like, this game deserves it. Like, it's a mm-hmm. it's a really good game. I'll put it that way. Like, if you are interested in it, I'd say play it. If you're not interested in it, but like cats, play it. If you like Annapurna's typical I I can't I always try to think of a cool word for their games. I'm like they're like art. I always feel like their games are like fancy. Mm-hmm. Like polished. it's weird. They're to, really they're, they're polished. extremely polished. Like it doesn't feel like an indie game. It doesn't feel like a triple A game. It's just it feels like art i don't know it's weird to say and it, it, it's funny because like when our episode we were thinking like you know that they said oh well games can't be art because there's that gameplay mechanic to it mm-hmm. like with puzzles and stuff and i'm like this game has puzzles but it's not like super difficult i'm like this game could be closer to what they would think would be art than a lot of those other games yeah agreed. um yeah i think the music's cool and yeah, I really like this game, but I'll <laughs> let you talk about your life now. Oh, man. Yeah, well, just kind of piggybacking on Stray real quick. Holy crap, is that a fantastic title? I absolutely love it so far. About two, maybe three hours in, you know, we haven't really, like, binged like that crazy. I was told to wait to play it when my fiance got home, so <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to play it uh, as much as I would have, but it, I mean, I absolutely love it. I, I love the scenery. I love the things you can do. I, and actually, I did spend maybe about five minutes straight, like, because there's a one specific spot. There's a bunch of random beds that you can lay in because you're a cat, you know, why not take little cat naps whenever you're on a little adventure? And it just feels mm-hmm. good giving your cat that little adventure. 
but there's one on like a specific rooftop that if you lay in it, the camera slowly pans out mm -hmm. and it just keeps panning out. And I was like, yo, is this the hidden title card? Like, I'm just going to let this thing go. I don't care. I want to see how far it goes back. And it zooms out on the entire city and you just hear the sounds of like the music fades out eventually. And then you just hear the sounds of the city going on, like the robots living their life, like things like clinking around, just like kind of weird, creaky noises. Like, but then it, like with the neon light, it was just gorgeous. Like it was a beautiful screensaver. I, I wanted to just leave it there and just like stare at that all day because i was just blown away like this game has so many amazing visuals to it that are just insane it's insane to think that like this was just a random project i think it was codenamed like project 13 uh, like years and years ago when i first heard about this where it's just like a random thing like it wasn't it wasn't anything big at all i think it was literally two people working on this and it picked up traction i'm so happy that it did and we have this game now because Holy crap. And, you know, like it's it came out almost at like perfect timing for us when we talked about the whole can games be art argument from our Roger Ebert, how he claims that it's impossible and we won't see it in our lifetime. Man, it was he wrong, in my opinion. Like this game is that balance between gameplay and design and art, right? Like it's a full immersive experience. It's everything, right? Like, it's it's gorgeous to look at. It's fun to play. The puzzles are engaging enough, right? Like it's, and it's, I don't know, it, I really like the fact that this is a title that I feel like anybody can pick up and play. It's not one of those that you have to know how to play shooters to play shooters. You have to know how to do platformers to do this. You know, you have to play a bunch of games in order to know where to jump around or how to do these things. Because you can just freely explore and figure it out. Like, it's it's pretty great. And the little nuances in the design, which I think are fantastic. Like, we don't have, you know, like the typical, like, bird crap on the wall to tell you you can jump and hang on this ledge, right? Or, like, the obnoxious yellow paint everywhere to tell you where to go. It's hidden in the scenery itself of where mm -hmm. to go with the neon signs and just that contrasting color. Like you're looking for contrasting colors if you want to follow to the next objective. And I, I just think that's absolutely brilliant. I, I, I absolutely love it. And honestly, like at first I was like, oh, there's dialogue. That's weird. Like I didn't I didn't want dialogue in this game. You know, like I kind of wanted it to just be like full cat perspective. Like you just don't know what the hell's going on, but I have absolutely fallen in love with B12. I think that is the most adorable little robot droid I've ever seen. And the fact that it's on his little backpack is amazing. <laughs> I, it's mm -hmm. so cute whenever you move the camera angle and you can see B12, like just in there, his eyes poking out. I was like, that's freaking, mm -hmm. what an adorable touch. And I absolutely love the scene. Like I was dying laughing. I, I lost it a little bit because whenever he first puts the backpack on the cat, and he does that weird walk <laughs> that like all cat owners will know that weird walk. If you ever put like a sweater or something on your cat where they're like strangely hunched to the ground and like crawling and then they just do the flop over like they actually added that into this game. And I thought that was a really nice touch. So like the attention to detail is pretty phenomenal in this title. So definitely one that I think I mean, we could. It literally could probably be like an entire episode going over the art, the music, all that stuff. And maybe we'll save all that for later. But anyway, as far as like this week, man, oh my gosh. So at work, it's, I mean, 
I can't complain because I love my job. My lo- job is so great because I get to play and tinker and explore new technology every day. That's my job. I need to find the excitement in a technology and figure out how to translate that into kid speak, you know, and get them excited about it because I'm like tricking kids into learning something, which I think is really funny, right? And like learning through exploring and playing. But man, is summer hard? <laughs> summer camp <laughs> is insane. It is so difficult to just stay on top of things. And it's so hard to try and come up with the curriculum because I, I'm a really big advocate of if a kid is returning to my programs, I don't want them to have to rinse and repeat things. I don't want them to rebuild, rebuild the same thing again. Where is the fun in that? Like, that's how the programs used to be in the past. And that's not what we're doing now. Like, we want to really breed that idea of free creative thinking and exploring. So I'm constantly updating the curriculum on a month-to-month basis. And that's a lot of work for 20 programs, you know. And and I don't have the extra time now that I used to dedicate to it in the morning. Like, I used to have about, you know, for my first half of my shift to dedicate to that. So I would be able to stay on top of things. But now the first half of my shift is either traveling somewhere else to go do summer camp or I'm having summer campers come into the room for two hours and I have to keep them occupied and give them projects and then clean up afterwards and then quickly get into my programs that I have every single day. So it's it's kind of it's become a lot and it's a lot to juggle, but I'm still staying on top of it and still keeping the kids engaged and giving them good projects and things like that is really fun and i i hit like a really good milestone in my head or um just something that i've always been excited about and something that i wanted to play with more uh is the actual arduino and i mm. I, I was able to do something that i've been wanting to do for a long time but was too like timid to try it out on my own but now that i'm kind of forced to for the kids um we made a actual rc car from scratch like I oh, actually cool. showed the kids how to attach each cable, each wire, how to power it, how to like turn their motors. And we've been doing it in stages and like attach like a Bluetooth modular to their Arduino, how to program the, the actual Arduino itself and control their little RC car that they completed and built on their own. And I built like a little tank chassis that holds the Arduino board the uh, motor controller, the battery, and all that stuff out of Lego parts. So we made a little tank, and we're able to incorporate that stuff, like the Lego pieces into that. So I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool because we just need a place to hold the motors, right? And instead of making a bunch of extra crap, like I have these Legos that I can expand on it, and that's just really interesting and really fun to do. So I'm really excited to see what else we can get out of it and I think I'm actually really close to being able to teach kids how to make their own drones. So like that could be next month's project that I'm trying to work towards where every kid's going to make a drone by the end of this and actually program it and control it in our little studio. Like what what other after school program has kids making their own drones? Like that's so dope. And I'm just I'm I'm loving every minute of it. And to make it so that it's something that's affordable and accessible to a lot of children that don't have access to these kind of technologies, I am blown away every day by 
what opportunities I have at the Y. And it's just, it's so much fun, man. I'm, God, I'm loving it. Uh, so cool. So, but with that, obviously you can tell there's probably a lot of work behind it and there is. So it's, it's been a little hard to try and like really dedicate a lot of time into researching and doing all that stuff for some of these uh, episodes that we have lined up. So we're taking the, you know, the research a little slower than we usually do because we want to make sure that we're still giving you guys that amazing content that you're used to. So that's kind of what we're playing at. And you did mention some shows that you've been watching. You know, we got Alone in there. Uh, I do have a show that I think you would be so stoked on watching um, because you said that you wanted to see more of the building. Have you heard of Bushcraft Build-Off yet? Uh, No. That I have not. Is it on Discovery or something? I think it's either on Discovery or Paramount, uh, one of those, but it might be Discovery. Forgot where we watched it, but I binge watched all of it. And dude, it's awesome. It's exactly what you want. Like if you loved Alone, then you're going to love this because they task a bunch of people to make something specific. And the whole show is that mm. build. And they're literally out there in the woods, gathering the resources, making everything from what they find there, which is actually oh, really, is cool. really cool. They're only allowed to bring in three tools and it has to be hand tools with them. And that's that's it. Everything else they have to figure out. And I can't tell you how many times someone's tool breaks and then they all of a sudden are like, well, looks like I got to go make a shovel the old way, you know, and they are like out there hollowing out a log real quick and making a little shovel or whatever it may be. So it's it's pretty neat to see that that aspect of it where they actually go into like, well, this is how I made it. Right. Like this is what we made. This is what we did. It's, it's actually really cool. So definitely worth checking out as far as I'm concerned. So and then as far as like other things, you know, just recently watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. Great movie. Love it. Totally understand the hype. It It's fantastic. Everything I can I want from a movie. I picked that up. Uh, did you watch it? No, not uh, yet. Okay. I was going to do it tomorrow probably. Uh, it's good. It's good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's another one that's in Kitchen Eye. I started watching Resident Evil on Netflix. Oh. Got about halfway through the first episode and turned it off. The residents are evil. Yeah, I was like, what? what is this? What is this this thing that we're watching here? Because it makes no sense. It's just, maybe it gets good. I don't know. I kind of want to give it a chance and just watch it all just because. But uh, <laughs> it's hard. I to... heard it does, but I heard it does like practically like later on. And it's, <sighs> I haven't heard the best things about it. For some reason, critics thought well of it, but I don't know. To me, it's just, I feel like a lot of people focus so much on the actors mm -hmm. that it's not about the actors. It's the story. It's the content. You know, and if the yeah. story, yeah, like, if you don't make it about the games, do it in a different way. And I don't know. I feel like Resident Evil just, when it comes to movies, it's just always been weird. You know, obviously it's a TV show, but. Same thing. Yeah. Like, it's just... When it gets adapted it's a, to film, it's hard. It's really hard to get that same feeling from it. You would think it wouldn't be, though. Because it's, like, it's such a... It's such a cinematic game now, topic. right? Like, so it's weird that we can't get an actual cinema, like, a good cinema release. That's what's weird. You know, some of these games that have tested or have lasted the test of time could be made into really great movies. You know, like, I'm very interested in the Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, I'm interested in 
this Fallout show that could be uh, interesting. that Amazon's doing. And it's weird to say, but I kind of trust Amazon with their adaptions. They've always been kind of they've been good with their adaptions. I mean, look at the boys. Mm-hmm. It's an adaption of a graphic novel and it's fucking fantastic. I think it's one of the best shows on, you know, TV right now. Um and I think there's so, a couple things that make it really tough to actually adapt like games to cinema. And one that always sticks out to me whenever I see it is the costumes. When they try and do like yeah. a literal beat for beat costume from a video game in real life, it often looks dumb as hell. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Like I mm-hmm. think like the Fallout jumpsuits jumpsuits in like real life would be pretty damn goofy, right? And like it, oh, it would yeah. be instantly like oh is this supposed to be a comedy even if it's supposed to be like a serious moment right like i don't think there's a way of conveying that properly and then the other thing is whenever like every director or writer it never feels like that person has ever actually played the game they just hear like a synopsis of it and then they run with it right like same thing happened with Mm -hmm. this resident evil thing where like i'm kind of watching him like Okay, so you're just pulling a crap ton of names from the game, you know, like, cool, yeah. cool, I guess. Like, it's like, it's almost like they're trying to do fan service, but they're just doing it wrong or just bad or just saying like, hey, see, we, we did our research. Wesker's in it. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> it's like, cool, I guess. Like the main character's last name's Wesker. It's like okay, neat, I guess. Fun. I don't know. So it it is tough to kind of really like correlate those things in. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, as far as like gaming and stuff like that for me. It's it's been stray. Uh, I played Into Other Waters after playing Citizen Sleeper, and I absolutely mm. love it. Like it's a great t- title too. Like these guys nice. are fantastic at writing. Like holy crap, are they good at it? And it like showed in sleeper and it shows in into other waters like it's it's gorgeous and at first I, I remember seeing this game a long time ago and looking at it and being like there's not anything there right it just circles and like eh, okay like um it, it didn't look like much right on the surface but when you really mm-hmm. like dive into it and start like picking up on the narration and paying attention to the story itself it's really interesting and really really good and you can feel how much research they put into this title and the passion that went behind it. And it's just, it's fantastic. Definitely, definitely worth checking out, especially if you're a fan of Citizen Sleeper. It's a great one. And then I've been trying to get my Xbox to work, damn it, because we have some ideas for future episodes, but my Xbox is not working currently. I've gone through two power supplies so far. And I'm just getting weird issues still and still trying to reboot. I don't know. Ah, shoot. I've, I, I'm figure it out. I'll figure it out. Because definitely have. Maybe it's time for that uh, Series X, baby. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it might be time to upgrade. It's just kind of like yelling at me to do it. Because right now, I mean, it, my Xbox is sitting on my coffee table with a couple power supplies sitting around it. And I'm just like, damn. Ugh, it sucks. It's a little frustrating. Like, I really love my Series X. Um, I think it's great. You know, I I did the payment plan one mm. uh, that they do, the Xbox All Access or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, it's pricey, but you pay over time. I pay, like, I think, I forget if it's 34 a month 
I think it's 34 a month for like two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes with two years of Game Pass. And it's like, it's nice because I never have to worry about going to sub the Game Pass. That's pretty and good. it's just there. Yeah. And, you know, boom, you have a Series X. And it's nice because it's compatible. Like, it's just, it's a good console. And so many people shit on it just because it's Xbox. But I, I think it's great. Honestly, this is coming from someone who plays the PS5 maybe more. But I really like it. And the Series S is cool. You know, if you... Even though I don't think I'll ever buy physical for the Series X, which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. that's usually my thing. I still wanted it just because obviously it's a more powerful system. But with cloud gaming becoming the way it is, and honestly, xCloud like playing through the cloud on the xbox if you have yours hooked up like with a cable like lan and not on wi-fi it runs so well you wouldn't be able to tell your own cloud service unless you're playing some super fast game Mm. so the series s resorting to you know cloud streaming for the best quality it's nice it's like you don't really have to worry about having the more powerful system and i don't know like if you don't want to spend a lot, the Series S is nice, but dude, I like my Xbox. Like, it's just, it's nice to have. Yeah. It, it's something I've been definitely thinking about. And I do really appreciate the fact that they do have that payment plan. That is nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, 25 bucks a month is really not bad at all just to get a new Xbox. That's pretty rad. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I might have to end 0% APR note for a cut. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Right. Like, it's, you just have to open a new credit line, but I mean, it, it's not that big of a deal. I did it, and my credit score didn't really get hit. I think it maybe went down like 15, 10 points, 15 points. Like it, it really didn't mess with my score at all. Mm. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah. So, definitely something I have to look into because I would love to actually get into that. And then the last little game that I've been kind of going back to, it's something I keep bouncing off of, and it's so weird coming from here. It sounds like it's weird. But Final Fantasy VIII, like, I really want to play hmm. that game, but I just can't really, like, get into it. I don't know if it's, like, the it's hard. the initial story or the characters I just don't really care about. But it doesn't... Where are you at? Uh, like, I keep bouncing off around, like, five hours. Oh, okay. Like, and, you done the train sequence? Yeah, yeah. Like, doing that kind of stuff, and then I just end up, like, turning it off for, like, months, and then forgetting where I'm at or forgetting how to play, so I start over, and I just keep replaying the same shit over and over again. And it's just not, like, great. I don't know. It's just, it's not catching on to me. And it's it's a shame. Because I love Final Fantasy games. I like I love 7. I absolutely love 9. 10 is fantastic. It's just 8. I can't get over Like, for some reason, that's the I only one. I mean, you're one. in the majority. Yeah. It's just a shame. A like, lot of people don't like 8. I, I think because I played when I was young, I like it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. But... I remember as a kid, obviously, a lot of the darker themes went over my head, but it's, I can see why a lot of people don't like it. And I think, I don't know if I'd be able to replay it. I've thought about it just because I'm like, oh, I want to see how it is now with my adult brain. But I don't think I could replay it as easy as if I went to nine or something. Mm -hmm. It's, the draw system is weird. And I can understand why people hate it. I broke it. So the game was very easy for me. Uh, I think 
Something that I really liked about 8 was the summoning system in that game. I loved seeing the summons. Mm-hmm. And it just felt kind of badass. I didn't really care for the setting at all as a kid. I honestly hated the setting because I like the fantasy setting, you right. know? Like, 7 was fine, but something about 8 bugged me. <laughs> but the music kept me in 8. And I don't know. There were certain things about it that just kept me going through it. I feel like once you get to the halfway point, you either get really into it or then you just not you don't like it. Right. Like it's it takes a really weird and confusing turn at one point, which kind of helps you understand everything. And I don't know. I feel like it's not a bad game. But I can see why a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, it, it's actually kind of funny too. So, like, I forgot that I bought it for the Switch a while ago. Mm-hmm. So that the other night I put it on, and I didn't realize that the Final Fantasy VIII Remaster has two features that completely break any game whatsoever. Um, one mm. is three times speed, which is great, especially for old RPGs. Mm. I mean, that's basically how I played all of Final Fantasy XII. But then there's a other button you can press that it said like boost all characters like or something like that. And I just clicked it. I was like, mm. okay, cool. Let me try this out. Uh, you're immortal. <laughs> mm. You can't take damage. Didn't know that. I forgot. Like I, I was because I was playing at t- three times speed, so I wasn't paying attention really. And there's mm-hmm. no weight bar anymore. So it's just the constant attacks, like just constant oh, barrage. Wow. So hitting people at three times speed with just holding down X as attack, 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 and not taking any damage. I was like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Okay, cool. But it, like it completely broke it, you know, or like for one of them, mm-hmm. I sat there and I just hit draw over and over and over and over again. But I was doing like, I don't know, like as far as like per minute, how many draws I was doing, it's probably close to like over a hundred draws <laughs> with all three characters. Yeah. And so I was just like, I got a lot of magic. Let's go. <laughs> so, and it was on a boss too. So I think I got like, I don't know, like maxed out like doubles or something like that. I was like, this is kind of silly. It, it completely breaks the game. I, like, com- like totally. There is no threat whatsoever with that mode. And I'm like, why did they put this in here? Like, it, I know that the remaster for nine had something similar, but it just gave you like boost to health or magic or attack right like you can boost those things but you weren't immortal (laughs) like you weren't just like standing there and just saying like basically spamming attack on a boss and killing it for like 30 damage each hit and killing it in like two minutes you know it's like okay that doesn't make any sense but okay we'll just we'll just go with it i guess but i don't know yeah i heard in these like re the remasters they did that where they added in like modes where you can make it easy like that because i know i think seven got that and i want to say the remaster of nine got it too Mm. but those modes always kind of make games kind of funny i i'm a firm believer in the fast forward button um i feel like maybe because you're invincible that might be why you're not getting into it but at the same time that game has a lot of unnecessary battles and it would be nice to just kind of blaze through it like that. Yeah. But and I know it has that weird level up mechanic where the monsters level up with you. And mm-hmm. another one of the buttons you can do is just turn off monsters. So it's like, okay. 
Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's like I just won't fight anything except for bosses, and they'll just be on my level. Let's go. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of cool. Weird. It beat the game at level seven or whatever the hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, cool. Let's do this. But I don't know. It's it's been it's been a lot, and I I do eventually. I feel like eventually I will beat that game, but we'll see. It's going to take a while. I have some other titles too that I want to pick up, but I'm just. So much of a handheld guy right now that it's hard to turn mm. on the console and really like get into it. Still have God of War that I haven't played and Ragnarok's coming out. Oh shit! And I own God of War just sitting in my cabinet. Same thing with Horizon. Still haven't played the first one and the second one's out. I'm like, okay, I probably should play those. But it's matter definitely of turning on the console. You gotta do God of War. Yeah, I I I love the God of War franchise, so I'm probably gonna love this one too. Even though it's a huge like change i i think i would really appreciate it still regardless of the fact so I, maybe that'll be the next one i pick up and start playing through it's just i don't know it feels weird like actually playing on the tv now but i don't know but like i said it's been kind of a, a interesting week for us here and we are definitely we have some really cool episodes lined up some really really cool ideas coming around the corner and like i mentioned earlier in the episode at the very beginning episode 100 is coming out soon we got about a month out and if you have any questions for us please reach out through the socials um if you have any uh, voice recordings that you want to throw our way as well that would be rad we'll add it into the episode it's gonna be a little celebration a little party because it's it's a pretty big milestone for us and it's just been a really exciting ride along the way we'll probably discuss you know what our podcasting do's and don'ts or how to's or maybe go over a little bit of our equipment because i know some people enjoy that kind of stuff and just talk about our general experience of podcasting so far and how it's impacted us and how much fun it's been i think that would be a good way to kind of spend the the episode so but with that i think that's going to do it for us this week Thank you guys so much for listening in to our crazy rambles of our busy, busy week. And we will talk to you all next week with some games, with some with some analytics, with some analysts, some research, all that fun stuff like you have come to expect from Glitch Cube. But until then, bye for now.